Hi, welcome back to episode 11 of Saturdays on the Prairie. This week we'll talk about the Oklahoma State Cowboys going into Ames and coming away with a W, and the poor Oklahoma Sooners taking an L in Manhattan to those uh, vaunted Wildcats. And then we'll talk about OSU going to play TCU this week as they welcome them to Boone Pickens Stadium. And then, of course, as usual, we'll talk about the rest of the country. LSU winning against Auburn this week to set up that big matchup in Tuscaloosa a week from now. Michigan winning a big game. Nobody freak out, but it actually happened. Texas is a joke of a football team after losing to TCU. Kansas won a football game. Uh, UCLA has a winning record in the Pac-12. Georgia versus Florida has to be the marquee game this week. And can we talk Chase Young for Heisman? Burrow's been great, but Chase Young deserves to be in the conversation, in my opinion. All right, let's get into it. Let's do it. Uh, we're gonna start the this week with uh, the happy one of the two of us, and that that would be me. <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's is this what you feel like all the time? Because because this feels great. This feels fantastic. Well, the difference is normally I feel like I have a chance at a national championship, uh, and that's a different that's a different happiness. But coming off a coming off a winning week is a good feeling. Especially well, when you don't it's not just it. the winning week. It's the fact that I get to see you in pain, too. Yeah. That makes it three times better. Just like minimum three times better. Icing on the cake. Yeah. It's so much better that way. It's, it's just, <laughs> it's fantastic. So, uh, I mean, Oklahoma State, they went into Ames. They won a football game against a pretty good quarterback. In fact, the defense beat their quarterback and that's how they won the game that was just wonderful to watch so i mean i don't know where else to start other than the defense like 27 points holding iowa state to 27 points three straight picks is fantastic the three straight picks were glorious it was just i was just watching that like uh, i i can't throw another one i didn't i wasn't gonna let myself get my hopes up I was like saying that we were watching it the end at your house and then your dad was like he's thrown two straight picks he has no confidence I was like I still think Iowa State can drive down and tie this game up to go to overtime your dad was like what do you Cortai what and he just doesn't get it he that they come up with new ways to break my heart every week and I was convinced they were going to do it again this week but they didn't I was very surprised they pulled it off it's interesting they won a football game we haven't been doing that much the past month. <laughs> okay, so let's talk the actual football that went down, though, because uh, we did talk about the defense. But my my happiness is inconsequential uh, when it comes to what actually happened in the game. Um, we scored thirty four points, not bad. Um, Spence, you, you were on Spence through less than three picks. He did. So that's a plus, but. It was, they babied him all week, and then he got lucky, so Iowa State literally, like, on that one touchdown Tylen caught, he bodied, like, five defenders. It was, it was like, the same thing that CD did against Kansas, the Kansas State. Like, it was the same play. It was stupid. Like, that should not go for a touchdown. It's pure luck. It's not Spence making a good read and putting a ball in a good window. Like, he threw a bubble screen. And then another his other touchdown was another bubble screen to Braden Johnson. I just... There were, like, three passes where I was like, 
That was a good ball. Which is... I feel like it's usually one or two. So three is more. But it's so sad to ask for three good balls. I'm not asking for three good balls. I'm asking for like a dozen. But he's through three. I just... I just... You know... When we were talking to Tim, he brought up a good point. With Shane Illingsworth coming in next year, I don't know if Spence... Like, I think there might be another quarterback competition next year. Yeah, I mean, you. this is a terrible year. Like, I expect you to, you know, you've got your growing pains and whatever, but... There this hasn't been like, any, like... like you there suck. hasn't been growing. There's just been lots of pains. Lots of pain, lots of interceptions, lots of... Lots of fumbles. It's just been awful. He, you don't look good. Like, I expect at this point in the season, you know... You should be getting, you know, a little more comfortable sitting in the pocket, you know, making your reads, throwing the ball. Yeah. But you can't even spin it well. So even if you can make those reads, you're just going to throw it to the wrong guy. It's ridiculous. I, I don't understand. I, I There was one post route really good. He threw a really good seam to Jelani Woods. And there was a post to Thailand, I think. And then there was a deep, maybe a deep ball in there. I, I remember those two balls specifically, and I'm pretty sure there was another one that I liked. But I can't remember the exact play. Um, But, like, he just, he needs to be better. It's that simple. He's got all the talent in the world. You can see it. Like, he really has so much talent. His ability to to move and create plays on the run. Like, he's very capable. And he's got decent arm talent. But it's not like, wow, kid's got a rocking arm. But he's not. Like weak. Now, do you think this is coaching, or do you think this is just it's he's not, not coaching? Good. Oklahoma State, I think, has some of the best coaching in quarterback coaching. Are you talking quarterback coaching, or just I know wide receiver coaching, like developing those guys and, and running backs. Yeah, and uh, and you're in some of the the defensive, the DN spot especially. When was the last time we had a bad quarterback? Uh, J. W. Walsh. He wasn't bad. He was not good. He wasn't exceptional, but he wasn't bad. I mean, you had the Mason. last time we had a bad quarterback was West Lunt. Was that before Whedon? I don't remember before Whedon. Before Whedon was Zach Robinson. He was amazing. I don't, see, I don't he remember that. He got drafted. You got to take me way back. because Exactly. <laughs> we had Zach Robinson. Then we had Whedon. Then we had West Lunt for like six games. And then Clint Shelf and J.W. Walsh happened. And Clint Shelf was amazing. What was the what was the inner there was a guy between JW and Mason Rudolph. What was that guy's name? Oh, you're bringing back some Dax Garmin. Yes. Dax Garmin. That's Dax the guy's Garmin name. Was the weirdest thing I have ever seen. He was such a strange case. I remember he came in we had no offensive line that year. And he came in and we played Texas Tech and so they have no defense, right? And so he comes in and throws for 500 yards in his first game when JW gets hurt. And we're like Okay, all right. I got a, I got a boy here. We can, we can, we can roll this. this. This seems good. And we all knew we had Rudolph, but we were trying to keep the red shirt, right? And then, and then the stupid, uh, the the thing with the, it, the offensive line that year, it was so atrociously bad that Dax Garman had like three concussions that year. It was so bad. And then it, he was always hurt. And then finally, Gundy was like. I can't do this anymore. He was like, Mason Rudolph has to play. And he played that those last two games. Or I guess last three because he played against Baylor. We lost by 14 or 21. He threw two touchdowns though, two interceptions as well. But then we beat OU. I was there. It's a great time to be alive. Um, and then 
we beat Washington. That was a good wash. They were six and six, but that was like the year before they like blew up. That was like so the year before they had their. Uh, they didn't make the playoff the next year, but they were like nine and three the next year. And then they made. They the were like the a year good. After that. Yeah, then they made the playoff the year after that. They were like a good. Like you, everyone was talking about Washington as this team is going to be something someday. So yeah, there was Dax Garman, but he had a lot of arm talent, but he was got destroyed. So yeah, I mean. I think really the last time we had a bad quarterback for a full season got to be before Zach Robinson. And before that, my my knowledge is somewhat fleeting. It's like, you know... what were we, like four? Yeah, but you know that's like that weird gap in time, right? And I'm sure for you it's like that that point in the 90s where OU kind of stunk, right? So I don't, that know, gap I don't time, know OU football before uh, Sam Bradford. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I was well, not around for that. Okay, I can, like, I, I know a lot of stuff about OSU fo- football, but, like, that between Barry, so, like, basically, he won the Heisman in 88, so we'll call it 90. Between 90 and... Des, so like oh eight, <laughs> that 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 point in time is like a blank space in my football knowledge about Oklahoma State. I know we beat OU twice with less miles, and like that was awesome. But I and we had like Rashawn Woods. He was like the guy who kept catching the touchdowns, doing win those games. But see, like other than that, I couldn't tell you about anything about those twenty years in the history of Oklahoma State football. But if you want to talk about Jimmy Jones and Pat jo- or Jimmy Johnson and Pat Jones, I'll be like, yeah, like they were awesome. And I like I'm sure you can be like when Helen Schnellenberger was the coach of OU, like that was like the dark ages. No one Yeah, I don't know about. anything about those and then we were yeah, terrible. But you'll, but you'll be like Barry, you know, national championships the boss. Yes, sir. Side note, Stewart is a terrible OU fan. We were watching the college football playoff last year and you know the um yes. everyone knows the Fansville commercials and the- Brian Bosworth is the sheriff. Yeah. So Stewart asked me, "Who's the sheriff?" And he was like, I've seen his face before. And I looked him in the eye and I said, <laughs> It's the buzz. You like the Oklahoma Sooners, don't you? And he said, What? And I said, You like the Oklahoma Sooners, don't you? He said, Yeah. And I said, That is Brian Bosworth. He said, No, it's not. It, I don't know if I said, No, it's not. You definitely did. And then we Googled Brian Bosworth because you're like, He doesn't look like that. And I showed you a picture of the modern day Brian Bosworth. And you were like, Oh my gosh, it's Brian Bosworth. Well, think of, think of this. Clearly, I, you haven't watched Brian and the Boss. It's a good thirty for thirty. I've not. It's literally. Oh, you have to go home and watch that. I know where he lives though. So if that, that's really that's creepy. I, fun the fact. Boss, I know where he like, lives. <laughs> Brian and the Boss was really good for thirty for thirty. He like explains everything that he did to his son. The whole concept of it is like reliving his life, it's showing his son about how terrible he was. It's really interesting. You, you, you're gonna watch Brian and the Boss or no? Eventually, I get around to it. We'll find a way. We'll find a way. I don't know. You have to. It's so good. Moving on. Oh, you? No, not moving on. Not moving on. I have more things to say about Iowa State. Brock Purdy threw the ball sixty-two times. That is unhealthy. Like, that cannot be good for a human being's arm. Like, excuse me, 62 times? 
Yeah, well, I mean... Remember when all that stuff with Patrick Mahomes was happening? He was like, he throws the ball 70 times a game, and they were like, his rotator cuff is falling apart. That's what they're going to do to Brock Purdy. They can't, he is such a good talent. They can't ruin him. Well, I don't think Matt Campbell will. I think Matt Campbell's got the experience and the knowledge to, you know, be be careful with what he's got. But I mean, it, it's not like they didn't, like, rush the ball, right? You had They had the whole kid carries. that was decent. You know, the, the running back, lead running back, uh, 76 yards and 18 carries. You know, it's not too bad. Two touchdowns. Thank you for reading his box score. Yeah, that, so, that really I mean, told me a lot. You're not gonna, you're not gonna. I, yeah, I didn't watch this one, um, <laughs> but if you can't tell, he, it doesn't look to me like they just threw the ball every single play. But I don't know how you can't when you throw 62 balls. But I mean, if you're gonna lean on a guy, why not Brock Purdy? He's, I think he's good enough too. Not late. 62 times is a lot, dude. I mean, what do you do though if you if you're struggling? Like, you don't give it. You, that's your best player, right? You don't have you don't have like a wide receiver coach anymore. You just put it in your quarterback's hands. Hope, hope it makes the I right decision. I still don't like throwing the ball sixty two times. It's just too much. I think it's unhealthy. Do you not think that's like that's an terrible? It's not. I know it's good a lot. For, I know it's a lot. It's not good for your arm. But I just think of it from like a, a you know we play baseball right and. 62 pitches doesn't seem like a lot, but I know football is completely different, and that's a lot. Yeah, because it's a football. But it's just... Jeez. Ah. Okay, last thing I wanted to say is Tylen deserves more Bolitnikov hype than he gets. Like, he's really good. Really, really good. And he keeps balling out every game. But I feel like nobody's talking about him. It's all the Alabama receivers and the LSC receivers and CeeDee Lamb. I just... I don't oh, like CeeDee Lamb doesn't have a chance. Are you kidding? No, but they see all the plays. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's not a standing player, and he could if he had a, a better guy, a better thrower. Um, but the, the game isn't, uh, let's throw the ball every time. It's, you know, we're going to mix it up, run run the ball a little bit. Um, but I don't think... I don't. The, it's going to... It's going to... Uh, it's not going to a Big 12 receiver this year. There's no way. Yeah, it probably won't. But I just, you know, he he deserves the bullet in cough. He's you so could good. hope, and that would be the, the icing on the so cake good. for your season, but He's I don't think so it's happening. He's so good. All right, we can talk about OU. This is big fun. So, how are you feeling? Are you okay? Well... You know, there's a chance, right, that we can still make the playoffs. And so I'm going to hold slim, on to that slim, slim chance. That I, I'm just going to hold on to that because that's all I have for the rest of the season is, you know, maybe there's a chance that if a lot of, a lot of things happen, we make the playoffs. And at the minimum, I mean, we're going to go play a, a big – we're going to go play in the Sugar Bowl, right? I think that's what we would be – I think that's the game we'd be playing this year. Hopefully, against, that? You know, I could see us playing Georgia, right? That'd be a great game. I'd love it. Would it be Georgia? Would it be Georgia or... Because Georgia would... The winner of the SEC East will get second, right? But I feel like whoever loses the Alabama-LSU game, if they don't get in the playoff, would they not? No, I think it would be the runner-up in the uh It would be the person from the East? Whoever hmm. loses in the championship, so Florida-Georgia. That kind of stinks for... Yeah, I would much rather play in Alabama or an LSU. Like, that would be, that would be ideal. 
Now I could see then some more confusion. Still get, we could still get no. If LSU wins, Alabama's gonna get in at four. It's gonna happen. Yeah, you're right. It you're, right you're right. You're right. It always happens. They just don't. There's let no Alabama way they leave Alabama out. Is the Alabama Invitational? Yeah. All right. Anyways, let's talk about the game itself. Um, why didn't why didn't Lincoln run the ball more? He ran the ball six times that weren't Jalen Hurts. And five of those were by tailbacks. One of them was by CeeDee Lamb on a reverse for negative five yards. I couldn't tell you what was going through Lincoln Riley's head. I don't think he could tell you what was going through his head because it, it was a struggle. We're going three and out so many times. I'm like, what we, we're not going to win the game if we, if we can't score against Kansas State. Like, what, what are we doing? That was a strange game. Very I, strange I was, game. It was so frustrating to me because I'm so used to us being able to bully our way just down the field. Just, we're just driving always. And they were just beating us every single time. They were they were filling holes and gaps, and they were covering up guys, and they were mi- mixing up coverages and just confusing Hurts. And he, you know, I don't think he's a guy that you're like, okay, let's go through our reads. No, he's a one read guy, and that's not there. You know, he's Take like, off. all right, yeah, I got to dump, or I am gonna run it myself. Mm-hmm. And they covered up all those options, so he struggled, and they could just just covered sack and put pressure on him, make him roll out. Didn't have the options to throw the ball. They executed the blueprint to beating OU very well. Because everyone knows you just got to keep the ball out of their hands, and they did it so well. So well. And it was like, it would be third and long, and I'm like, okay, there's two options. There's three options here. Quarterback run for 15 yards. That's an option to get first down. You're going to throw a comeback route, or you're going to throw a seam right up the middle to a tight end. Every single time. And they, and they, got it, they did it every single time. OU could not do a single thing to stop it. Yeah, it was weird. Like, the defense had looked so good, and K-State's, like, up to this game. K-State scored on eight straight drives. They punted on their first one, then they scored on eight straight drives. Not all touchdowns, but eight straight. That is whack. That was embarrassing. It was It was really just... So we, we definitely didn't deserve to win that game. And that's eye-opening, because, I mean... You were looking at OU, like, they'd been tested by Texas, right? We thought. We thought Texas was really, really good. Maybe not after this TCU loss, but you were going to this not game. bad. Yeah. Obviously, I'm always worried playing Kansas State. We never do well in Manhattan. We always struggle. Like, yeah, two years last ago. last time it was like a seven-point game, yeah. It was, a late, it was a late score from Ronnie Anderson. Before that, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think it was good. Yeah. We always struggle. So, you it's know, true. I didn't have a reason or last week to, like, talk on the podcast, like, okay, what's going on? Kansas State, are we really worried about this? Because there's really nothing other than, like, that that doubt as a fan that I know we never play well there. Um, so I wasn't yeah. really worried. And then I'm, you know, at half, you know, I'm not too worried. Like, one point is not much. You know, we kind of make our adjustments. We get better. Uh, you'd think Alex Grinch would figure it out. Because he seems like a mastermind, and we found out he's not. So I wasn't too worried. <laughs> he seemed like a mastermind, but we found out he's not. Yeah, we, someone someone cracked the code. Well, it's always been the code on the Sooners is keep the ball out of their offense's hands. And also throw a crossing route, and, you know, we can't do anything to stop it. Or, you know, <laughs> just run the ball with the quarterback and... Well, they had to stack the box, and then they had to play man, so that's why they were exposed to those crossing routes. Yeah, we got killed. Yeah. It was bad. Um, it's like a one-dimensional defense in Madden. You find one play, boom, game over. That's did what you they just did. compare 
I this, compared it to Madden because it was that simple. Uh, you're running the same three plays every time. Or that's where your football brain goes. That is where my football game brain goes. You're gonna run the screen pass. Speaking crossers. of Madden, they're trying to bring back the EA Sports released an official announcement today that said, if they pass the appropriate laws to pay for the likenesses, we will bring the game back. And they 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 passed that law. They didn't pass the law to pay for it. They they, they voted that they want to. That they want to work on trying to. And that excites me so much. Oh, I know, Stuart. It's the only thing you care about if like, I, in your life. If I could get a an EA football uh, game again, and I could just, you know, finally rec- like make my college team recruit, <laughs> create my team, you know, play to the national championship, take a... You're an adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're 18 years old, buddy, and you're you're going crazy about this video game right now. I don't care. I'm excited. I w- I've been waiting for this moment for so long. They stole this from me from my childhood. It's stolen. This is I belong to be there, but it's gone. So, bring it back. I'm gonna play it. I'll play so much of it. I mean, yeah, it'll be fun, but I don't know if I'll be able to like. The finding time for video games is like... Oh, it's hard enough now, but... And let alone we'll be in college. And after that, you know, whatever. I'll find time, though. I'll make time. I'll make time. I'll schedule it in. Come on, it's for EA Sports. It's in the game. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's let's move <laughs> on. Um, so, is there anything else you want to say about the OU game? K-State played really well. And you got to tip your cap to them that, you know, they came in there. Or not they came. We came in there. We were expecting to roll uh, roll through it. And K-State said, no, we're not going to let that happen. And they played a really good game. They played a complete game. We didn't. Well, they didn't play a complete game. They kind of gave it up at the end. Or they they kind of losing it at the end. Uh, but they, man, they deserved that win. Oh, you deserved that loss. It was not good. Yeah. No, they, oh, you deserved to lose that game for sure. I, like, uh, they did not deserve to win. Just after that loss, didn't know what to do. Just kind of looked at the window, kind of contemplating, you know, what what is the season anymore? What do we... If not a national championship, what then? So I really hope we get in the playoffs. You know, I'm happy to take a fourth spot. You're not... I'm sorry, it's not happening. There's a chance. I really don't think so. I don't either, because so many teams are so good this year. And it's it's... I don't see Ohio State losing. I don't see Clemson losing. And... I, one of those, uh, one of those, um, either Alabama or LSU, you know, they could both get in. It wouldn't surprise me. I think that if I think if LSU wins, Alabama and LSU can get in. But I don't know that they'll put in LSU if Alabama wins. The only thing is, right? What happens if LSU loses and Alabama wins? Alabama loses in the SEC championship. What happens then? Who do you put in? Because you have a one-loss LSU who just had a bye week because they didn't play in the championship. Or a flip, flip-flop, Alabama has a bye week. They didn't play in the championship. And whoever played in the championship loses. It depends on the scores of the games. That's that's all you can say because that will determine everything. Like, I don't I mean, know. I don't know what you do there. Like yeah. I, I can see. I mean, you can't. You can't put in three SEC teams. There's no way because Clemson and Ohio State at this point are a given. I mean, even now. Yeah. Penn State, I don't think will beat Ohio State. No, I don't think so either. 
And Minnesota, it's, Minnesota's it's just a matter gonna, of time. It's a good feel-good story. They'll make a good bowl, and they'll probably lose it. But It's a matter of time. They'll probably win 10 games this year, and good for them. They don't do that too often. No. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's talk this week. Uh, OU's on a bye. So, OSU is the only game this week that concerns the in-state teams. Um, TCU is a very confusing process. Very confusing. I do not understand them. Like, they, what, you, you lose, SMU's not bad, but you lose to SMU. You get just bullied by Iowa State. And you come out and beat Texas. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm really confused. What's going on? Like, uh, someone explain to me. Here's the thing with this game. I don't know, because both these teams are like, you know, OSU's pretty bad. But, you know, if they play a good game, there's, there's potential they can play a good game. But TCU's pretty bad, too, but they can play really good as well. So I don't know what to expect. It'll be an interesting game. It could be a blowout. It could be a nail-biter. I don't know. It's just like a, it's two weird teams that are having weird years, and they're just sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. OSU's in a pretty bad streak, but they had one good game here. So, you know. It's weird. Ah, I don't know. I think I think really, the game will come down to because I think TC is probably gonna be riding high on confidence, but we need to play well at home and Spence needs to take care of the football again. Even if he plays a game like this where he doesn't necessarily attack down the field, but if he takes care of the football, it gives OSU a very good chance to win. Like, I think that's the recipe for not stinking this year. Oh, Scherzer's getting warm. Oh, that's kind of. Interesting. Another pause for baseball because it's the World Series and it's an elimination game. But, wow. Max Scherzer is... He wants to play. Um, So, yeah, I really have honestly no idea what to expect from this next... Did you see this? Ow. Oh, that hurts. Okay, a fan got hit with a, a home run ball in the chest. Stuart, you're, you haven't been watching baseball. He got hit with the home run ball while holding the two beers, and Bud Light got a bunch of advertising money from it, and so they flew him to the game so that he could watch it. I haven't watched you, it. Oh. I've watched some of the World Series. I didn't watch a lot of it. I've been busy. Gotta, you know, apply to colleges, work on those essays, do my calculus. Yeah, wait. Oh, the calculus is due Thursday. Never mind. Um, so, I, again, no idea what to expect from this game. I, I can't even, like, begin to talk about. The spread is, like, is minus three for OSU. And I really think that the spread is that way because, simply because, it's a it's at Boone Pickens. Like, I think even the Vegas guys, they're like, these two teams make no sense. They're like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, because I don't think anyone knows what's going on with these two teams. And it's simply like, what what do you say? Like, Chuba's really good. And TCU just, they took it to Texas. Like, and Texas, they're not bad. Like, they played with LSU. They played with OU. But, like, it's weird. It's very weird. I, I'm excited to see what it holds. Obviously, if OSU wins, they become bowl eligible. That's important. Um, I mean, I it, I feel like bad not being able to like say a lot about this game, but I just I I can't feel confident about anything that I say because of the up and down nature of both team seasons. 
Yeah, I just I'm, don't know which team is going to show up for both I, of them I, on I the field. I fully agree. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. It's uh, uh, just it's a confusing game. I don't think there's much you can say about it. You know, oh, you go in, TC, you go in. I don't need to pick here. Yeah, no, it's uh, it is a complete toss up, complete toss up. Um, let's talk about the rest of the country because it's it's pretty exciting uh, right now. I would say um, we can start with um, LSU survived Auburn, and we're gonna get to how much I hate Bone. Well, not hate, but how bad Bonex really is in just a second. Um, not saying he won't be good someday, but right now. Um, they survived, and that sets up the game of the century. Like, Alabama, they talked about that first Alabama-LSU game, you know, in 11. That was 9-6. to six. They're like, game of the century. That game was 9-6. to six. This, this is gonna be Tua game. and Burrow, this, game. this is going to be the game of the century. Tua better be healthy. If Tua's not healthy, I'm going to be so disappointed. He's going to be playing. Yeah, I agree with that statement. He'll play, he'll but play. I don't know how healthy he'll be. Yeah, I don't know if he's gonna. He's not gonna be the 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 two we're used to. I don't think. I mean, he he might play that way, but he's not gonna be. I don't. He won't be healthy. He won't be hundred percent for sure. But he he'll be in the game. Like I, there's no way they're putting in Mac Jones. No, not a chance. It's not happening. Um, as far as uh, the 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 LSU game this week, uh, it was a little closer than I thought it would be, honestly. Um, but. Nobody's perfect. They played all right. They really struggled in like fourth and one situations. There were a couple times that they couldn't, they couldn't get it on fourth and one when they were in Auburn territory. That really just it, it seemed to deter their uh, uh, like they were much better than Auburn, but it just it wasn't quite. You couldn't quite see it resembled in the final score. But when it comes to Bo Nix, Bo Nix versus actually good teams. Let's let's talk about this against Oregon. 13 for 31 with two interceptions. Okay? 42% percentage for 42% completion rate against AM. 12 for 20 with 60%. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. At Florida, 11 for 27. That one's really bad. 41%. Now, three interceptions, too. Might I add, like this this kid? I mean, and now let's go to LSU. Fifteen for thirty-five. Fifteen for thirty-five. Forty-three percent and an interception. He needs like. I don't understand why Joey Gatewood doesn't get to play more. I I think Bonex is going to be really good, but there's no way that they can see all these games against good teams and not think maybe we should check. Out someone else at the quarterback position. Uh, what do you what do you who you got back there that can replace him? I said Joey Gatewood. He's Joey like a Gatewood? dual threat guy. He's okay. He like I'm just try anything else. Like I, I think it's worth a shot. Completing less than fifty percent of your passes against ranked teams is not a good thing. Yeah, and these teams aren't stellar. They're not stellar teams. I would I would I would agree that yeah he's not good but. Man, I don't know if, if there's got to be a reason he's sticking in there. You got to see something. But he's not good. I can't. I can't. I can't say he's good. But I mean, he kept the game close, right? 
the sort defense, of. the Auburn defense kept the game close. But you gotta score points against this LSU defense. This LSU defense is not easy to score against. Did he have any touchdowns? Uh, against LSU? Yeah, did he? Yeah, he threw a touchdown and he rushed for a touchdown. That's pretty good, but I guess the rushing touchdown is that's not really him. That's his team. That's his offense pushing. It's stupid. Like, this is he. Uh, like I don't, I don't understand. Like it, I just, I feel like, I, I don't know. It just, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I think um, the other, the other game we gotta look at though is, uh, I just had it pulled up here. Ohio State, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's not, the, not a good team. Oh yeah, no. Well, they're not, not good. Okay, they're not, they're not as great as I thought they were. I really thought that was like the unstoppable team, like the unstoppable force. They're not unstoppable. Dude, it's just, we can't throw the ball. Everything runs off Jonathan Taylor. Like, well, let's talk about Ohio State real quick. Um, they're really good. Chase Young is amazing. I, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to sit in that pocket with Chase Young coming at me. Like it. Like what? Ugh. He's, he's, coming, he's, he's coming off hot off that edge. Like, when he plays football, it's... This week he had four sacks and three forced fumbles. That is literally wrecking a game <laughs> by yourself. And and it's not, it's not, a, it's not like this is a, a, a bad opponent. Like, Wisconsin's... That was the team. That was like... This was the game until they lost to Illinois. But besides that... <laughs> they did lose to... Lovey Smith... <laughs> This was like gonna be the game. I was like, "Wow, we're gonna look, we're looking at this. This is gonna be a huge game, right?" And I was really excited. It wasn't. I I was really excited for this game, but yeah, it was so disappointing. It wasn't even a nail biter at all. I mean, it, uh, Ohio State just ran with it, uh, and then Chase Young just you know put him on, put uh, they just they just put him on, he put him on their back. That defense on his back. I was like, "All right, it's my team. I'm gonna go sack the quarterback. I'm gonna go take that ball." He's so good. Ah. Uh, He's got to be the number one pick in the draft next year. He has to be. Who's he? It's the Dolphins that are getting the pick, right? They should. Must say they won the tank tank war by losing to the Redskins. But (laughs) the Bengals are also completely defeated. Sleeper pick. You see, Andy Dalton got benched today. Did he get benched? Who's was that backup? That backup. Ryan Finley. He's played at NC State. That's right. That's right. He's uh. Is he? I mean, Andy Dalton's having a good season though. Right. They're Owen. <sighs> okay, they're terrible, oh but for Andy Dalton, look at oh okay, gosh. he's a terrible, he's a terrible quarterback. Oh he's having gosh. a good season for himself. Oh my gosh! Did you know that the the Bengals used to make the playoffs on a regular basis? No, I, I've not ever heard the Bengals go wow, it's a playoff team. They in 2015 they started eight now. Really? That you recently? Are so clueless sometimes. <laughs> I don't remember them being that good. I definitely watched the it's, NFL. It was 15. a running meme that they were a really good regular season team. And I never think of them as a And then a they would team. get smacked in the playoffs. Andy Dalton is like 0-3 or 0-4 in playoff games. It's really what? funny. Okay, whatever. You... Mm. Yeah, whatever. Just, just Michigan. Michigan won a... Michigan won a, a, a big game. They... Uh, they they kind of... they. I don't want to say... They did take it to Notre Dame, like they did, but at the same time, it they threw the ball eight times. Like it wasn't that. 
the scoreline tells you that they destroyed him, but and they just ran the ball a lot. But it was like I feel like it was really good defense, and that's just not something that'll allow them to compete with Ohio State. They're gonna lose. They're gonna get smacked by Ohio State. It's in the shoe. Like, right, here's just some two stats I like to look at here. Look at the QBRs between the two quarterbacks. You are Shea Patterson threw eight passes. He, he he threw he threw twelve. Through 12? 12 attempts, 6. 6 oh. 12. 12 passes, not 8 43 passes. 43 QBR, and then yeah, Ian Book. <laughs> 12. 12.6, so 13. But, man, those are bad numbers. Those, that's a defensive game. And, I mean, okay, I'm also the guy who said, you know, Notre Dame can't score, won't score more than like 3 points against Georgia or whatever. It wasn't, maybe it was 10 points. I'm not a big Notre Dame guy. I think they're really overrated. It's Notre Dame. They're always going to be a little overrated. So I mean I I would uh, you know I wouldn't necessarily outright pick Michigan in this game but I I would I wouldn't oh I I'm definitely surprised. thought Notre Dame was gonna win I'm not surprised that the Michigan won I'm not a big fan of Notre Dame I think they're not good mm, okay I think they're okay they're good but they're not as good as everyone thinks they are like stop with the Notre Dame hype like stop Dude, I feel like you think people think that Notre Dame is better than they people actually think Notre Dame is. Did that make any sense? No. I, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't think... OU beats Notre Dame. Texas beats Notre Dame. Penn I don't know State, if Texas beats Notre Dame. Michigan, Ohio State all beat Notre Dame. Uh, you just named like five of the top seven teams whatever. in the I'm country. I'm just naming the top teams in all the, in all the Power 5 conferences. Clemson beats them. Well, I, I can't you. name... I think like all the SEC teams really... Like, well, not really, but like Georgia, Florida, Auburn, maybe. Oh, that'd be a good game, honestly. Auburn... Notre Dame? I think that's a close matchup. That would be a very defensive game. It would be like this. The but it would be closer than this Michigan game was. Um uh, we've been putting it off, but let's talk Texas. <laughs> they okay. suck. I mean, these guys, they're a clown show. Oh my gosh. It's so entertaining in a way to watch because like Everyone hates Texas. They're the trust fund kid of the Big 12. They are. And Sam Ellinger is their Sam Ellinger and Devin DuVernay are their only good football players. The rest of them are aggressively average. And like the like how you just called Colin Johnson aggressively average. He is I agree cuz he does make a lot, he, he drops a lot of he's balls. He's aggressively average. But I'm just like man. He was way better last year. He was so good last year. He is aggressively average this year. I I firmly, I will stand by that take. He, if you had told, asked me going into the season, I would have said he's an elite receiver. But right now, when he's on the field, he's not making a big impact. Duvernay, no, I don't see him. Duvernay is making a way bigger impact. I would have called Collins, I would have said Collins Johnson is probably the number three, uh, it's the third best receiver in the Big 12 at the yeah. beginning of the season. But it's clearly Duvernay right now. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so they almost lost to Kansas last week. That was awesome. But then they actually, like, kind of got humiliated by TC this week. So TC just outplayed him. It was like... Did he just... Oh, he did. Oh, he did. Ladies and gentlemen... Boys, we're getting seven we're this getting- year. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and seven games. Rendon takes Will Harris deep. It's 5-2 in the seventh inning. Max Scherzer's in the bullpen. Ladies and gentlemen, buy your Game 7 tickets because it's happening. Let's do this. All right. I'm so excited. This is going to be great. Max Scherzer is going to pitch tonight. He's going to pitch tomorrow. It's going to be 
awesome. Who's on the mound tomorrow for uh, for the Astros? I is think it it's a it's okay. So the Astros is Granky. Oh, they're going with Granky. Okay. He's he's due, but then um, the Nats it's Corbin. But I feel it's not like terrible. that's not terrible. No, but Corbin's been bad in the postseason. Yeah. So I, if I'm Dave Martinez, I might consider like Max like sit down. I'm gonna. You can't pitch him tonight if you pitch him tomorrow though. You gotta throw someone else in. You just you just gave yourself a solid lead. Like I know this is it. Like I if you lose this game, this is it. Yeah. But you gotta win tomorrow. Uh, you gotta yeah. think about tomorrow. You can't yeah. throw Max yeah. today. Yeah. I, well, you can. Like I say, if it gets to five That's three, <sighs> I think if it gets to five three, you bring him in. But um, if if it's if it's if it stays five two with the rest of your bullpen. I'm I'm saving him for tomorrow. You can't. You want your you ace. You want your guy on the bump for game seven. Yeah, Max is your guy because you can't. You can't. That guy's mad. You can't pitch Strasburg. Is, is he mad? Yeah. Trey Turner looks like he should play hockey. He looks like he's like ten years old. But he has the hockey cut. Does he? I guess he does. He has the hockey of. cut. Oh. The hockey players have like the flowing hair though. All yeah, right. The flow. So Texas stinks. Oh. This is just a little thing that I just saw. So, UCLA beat Arizona State this week, mm-hmm. and Arizona State was in the top twenty-five. UCLA is three and two in the Pac-12. They have a winning record. UCLA just confuses can me just, again. Again, can, can we, we just take team? a moment to appreciate that? Like what? They're three and five. What if they make a bowl? They go three and one down the stretch. They make a bowl. I don't even know who's on the schedule. I don't look at. I don't. I mean, I don't know UCLA. who's on the schedule either. I don't care that much about UCLA. I would just like to say that it's just it's interesting to consider. Like they they looked so they lost to Cincinnati, which looking now Cincinnati is Pretty ranked at the top twenty five. But did you see how Cincinnati how TU lost to Cincinnati? I did not. Okay, so oh, wait, wait, wait. It was the it was the I'm gonna take pick this up and me throw it back to you, right? No. Yeah. That was how Kansas beat Texas Tech. We'll talk about that in a second. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's second. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's wrong. Um, so, it was like a 28-yard field goal with a couple seconds left. And it was on the right hash, and he pulled it wide left. And if he kicks it, it's 42-41. If he kicks it, 44-42 TU wins against the top 25 team. <laughs> That is just Philip Montgomery's career summed up right there. Yeah, like, wow, he's not a bad coach. I don't. No, think. he's not. I don't think he's. I don't think he is. I feel like it's just. My my dad is like, I can't believe they can't recruit a kicker. I was like, kicker is the hardest position to recruit. There's a reason Alabama never has a good kicker. Like, think about it. It, but I just thought that was hilarious. But yeah, let's talk about that Kansas game. Kansas won three and five, baby. Kansas is less miles is turning something. He's, he's making a program right there. If Kansas wins four games this year, petition. If Kansas wins four games this year, they're bowl eligible, simply because they're Kansas. Like we'll just put them up with you know what? we can Illinois. They can play well. Illinois. Ooh. Illinois might make a bowl. I think. How many will they actually be bowl eligible? Not just. I think Illinois has three wins now or four wins. They they could they've been playing really good. They played really good in the second half against Michigan, and they went and beat Wisconsin, and then they won this week as well. So they have a chance. Yeah, they could. Um, we definitely at the end of the season though we have to pick our toilet bowl. Okay, like okay. It, it has to happen. We're doing that. 
Um, as far as next week goes, uh, the big game obviously is Georgia versus Florida. Like, please, that's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be some good, um, some good uh, football. It's just gonna be just some good Smash Mouth football. I I actually I think Florida's gonna win that one. What do you think? I'm not really inspired. It's by a neutral Jake side Fromm game anymore. every year, so. I am inspired. I am a big Jake Fromm guy still. I'm just I'm not all in on the the supporting cast this year. Did Dave Martinez just get ejected? Uh, it looks like it. I don't know. What Dude, happened. he is I totally livid. Mi- I totally missed it. I he don't is know. What livid. Is he- he's going off. What's going on? Oh, he's gone. He's gonna take out the don't hit oh don't hit him don't touch him dude he's a short king look at him and he's he's letting him have it he is what a guy all right so yeah do you, so you think Florida's gonna win too because I like Florida in this game I think they're better than Georgia this year uh, Georgia doesn't it's like I don't really care Georgia like okay dang that that was very blunt and to the point I I don't they're not they're not the team that I figured them or expected them to beat this year they're yeah the, I thought they were gonna be better. I thought they were, it was going to be Georgia, uh, Alabama, SEC. That's who's going to be fighting for the best in the SEC. No, it's LSU, Alabama. LSU has been fantastic. It's been a pleasant surprise. Very pleasant surprise. Um, so I want to finish with one more quick thought about Chase Young. So Burrow's been great, and we both firmly like are on the Joe Burrow train, and like a lot of people are saying he's the Heisman winner, but. The way Chase Young, no. I firmly believe Chase Young should be in the conversation. I don't know if he should win. You could give him an invitation, but no, he's not the Heisman winner. <sighs> I, I, I think he should be. I think he should be. Give me your case. Well, he's just an absolute game breaker. Like, I mean, think about it. When you, when you watch a football game, right? The players that monumentally impact the game that you think of positions you think quarterback running back and occasionally receiver right and sometimes a linebacker at the end you gotta no that's very rare cases but chase young plays d end like you said and the way he impacts the game is like no other defensive player i've seen the dude has 12 sacks this year you know what week it is? They've played eight football games. <laughs> They've played eight football games. And you know he hasn't played. He hasn't played it all four quarters in those football games. You know he he's pulled no. out. He's a freak. It is mind blowing how good he is. And for me, you're playing Wisconsin, elite offensive line. Like those perennially those boys are bad. Perennially, one of the best teams in the country. That. He just runs, he he, runs through the line. He showed to me that I think it's a very rare when the whole Jabril Peppers thing. I wasn't in that. I, I wasn't either. I was like, I wasn't ah. buying that stock. But the Chase Young stock, I'm here for. It. I think the way he wrecks a game is I've never seen a defensive player do it. And I don't. I know Charles Woodson won the Heisman as primarily a defensive player, but I've I've never seen someone wreck a game like Chase Young did this weekend. And he still got an opportunity against Penn State. He'll still have a chance to do it in the uh, Big Ten Championship. And he'll still have a chance to do it against Michigan. So he's got three more games in the national spotlight to just wreck a game like he did this week against Wisconsin. 
and I think those are three big opportunities. And I know I I genuinely think like Fields is great, but oh yeah, he's great. He's great. But oh. Young made a bigger impact on the football in the football game on Saturday. Yeah, but man, dude, come on, you quarterbacks? Are you kidding? Stewart, Stewart, just just let yourself think a little bit. No one wants I'll... to see a defensive Heisman. I'm sorry. I do. That's kind of awesome. It's historic. Ah, uh, yeah, but like, come on, it's gonna be a quarterback this year. Are you kidding? It's a oh, quarterback. Oh, Burrow. He's been amazing. He's been awesome. But man, Chase Young, if he keeps this up, if the dude gets 16. 17, 18 sacks in a 13-game regular season plus Big Ten championship, those are mind-numbing numbers. I, you, I think he has to be in New York at a minimum if he keeps it up, and he deserves a chance to be able to win the Heisman Trophy. We'll see. You should not discount him because he is a defensive end. I just, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that isn't a chance, but... but. Look at Joe Burrow this year. He's no, going to win the amazing. Heisman. He's been kidding? amazing. He's been amazing. I get what you're saying. No, yeah. And if Burrow torches Alabama, this story is completely different. But I'm that saying would be right like now, amazing if right he torches Alabama. Right now, Chase Young deserves to be in the conversation. For me, it's him and Burrow, and there's a drop-off than everyone else. We can we can continue. I can't argue with you. We'll, I can't argue with Jalen Hurts anywhere in that conversation. You can't. You can't. Not after this we'll, week. We will continue. The, we'll continue this conversation weekly because like this is like this is one of the more intriguing Heisman races in recent memory. I feel like like last year was kind of like two or two or two. Uh, he played bad in the SEC championship. Kyler, and well, the year before that was Baker, and it was just it was Baker. Ba- Baker. It, no, it was Baker, and you had Bryce. What was his name? Love. Bryce Love. Yeah. But and still, Lamar. no one ever thought Bryce Love was actually going to win. No. I genuinely think Chase Young has oh, a Saquon chance. Saquon was in that. Saquon, Saquon. He was in that conversation for a while, then he kind of drop off. Yeah. All right. So we'll continue this through next week because I think this is going to be a very interesting conversation that you don't get to have usually. But um, we're not going to do weekly picks this week because the only game that really we are, I feel, educated enough to genuinely pick is the OSU game, and it's just one game. So... Um, I think that's all for this week. So uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye.